Hey guys, welcome to episode 50 of Epic Bruce Podcast, and uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk to you about this podcast. It's a pretty special episode because it's our 50th episode, so we're halfway to 100. Yeah, that's, that's pretty exciting. Um, Also, we are Skyping with Chris because he's not in the room with us at the moment because um, Snowpocalypse 2016 kind of hit us pretty <laughs> lightly, but people yeah. in Georgia... <laughs> tend to freak out a lot um i guess it's understandable because like a couple years ago didn't turn out to be very great but um you know so he's here joining us uh, via skype and we are we're in the place we usually record me and jamie and yeah we have a lot to talk to you about i have some pretty cool uh box heroish um experiences to tell you guys about i got to help out with an indie movie so i'm going to talk about that and a few other things that i like to share with you guys um chris what do you have to talk about uh, i'm talking about dungeons and dragons <laughs> and the movie right because you loved it so much no i haven't seen the movie <laughs> james at all well i'm going to be giving my opinions about Jeez. some uh labyrinth news <laughs> and what this is an ominous way to say that. She's going to grind her gears, what can we say? Yeah, they are going to grind your gears. And some Rocky Horror Picture Show TV series stuff. TV series? Why would you do a TV series? Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Right. <laughs> I'm obviously not excited about it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, um, okay, I guess I'll start off. Uh, so last weekend, I got to hang out at Encyclopedia, which is um, a production studio, which is downtown Atlanta, um, to help out with a really cool Avengers indie movie. Um, it's completely like, you know, like no budget. It was all like volunteers helping out. Everyone from the producer, director, editors, um, actors, and extras, and the puppeteers, everyone just kind of chipped in and helped out. Um, my friend Lori Bumpus. Every time I say her last name, I think of the Bumpus's hounds from, uh, <laughs> from a Christmas story. Nice. She was like cool enough to invite me to help, and um, I couldn't go the first weekend because I was hanging out with my nephew. But last weekend I did go, and it's super fun because um, I got to don the costumes of a few of my favorite Marvel heroes. Uh, one was Spidey, which I was super excited to be. Um. Another one was Wolverine, so I got to play Wolverine also. And then to finish it all off, I got to play Green Goblin, and that was pretty badass. Um, so I won't, uh, I guess, tell you guys the premise of the movie, because, you know, I don't want to like, give anything away before it's like actually released to the public. But um, the box heroes, it's, um, I know you guys probably think like cardboard boxes, maybe, <laughs> which is, you're probably partly right, because... Um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the heroes from Dragon Con. I'm sure we have a few pictures of them because we go kind of crazy every time we see them at Dragon Con because they just look really cool. But yeah. um, to give you guys an idea, it's like uh, they're boxes, but the, they intricately draw the faces and um, the muscle tones and the way the costumes look on these boxes and like the colors are like really vibrant. So it's really artistic in the way they do it, but. Um, the boxes kind of sit on the the boxes kind of sit on your limbs, you know, and they have um, the hinges for your elbows and also uh, the hinges for your thighs and the rest of your leg, and the little shoes you slip in. <laughs> so I had to wear my sneakers 
while I was doing that because we were in costume for a long time. But mm-hmm. um, uh, you kind of like slip your lace through these holes on the top and you tie them to it. But like at first it was kind of awkward because I've never worn a costume like that. But after a while you kind of got used to it. Um, and I had to wear like all black underclothes. So it'd be like oh. a zip up black, like, uh, you know, like one of those so thermal type see, things. Like, the... Like when you bent your arm. Yeah, so they wouldn't see my like fleshy arm. They'd see like just the black, you know, nice. um, and just the black like black tights, I guess you can say. But um, <laughs> it was like a lot of fun though. Like at first, I was I guess I was wasn't really nervous. I was more like anxious. But once I got into the costumes and stuff, it's so weird how you feel when you're in costume. Like you feel like you can do almost anything. <laughs> <laughs> are you invincible yeah like when i saw myself in the spidey costume i was like oh my gosh like i took so many pictures it's crazy but um <laughs> i'll share them with you guys i don't want to like share them all soon because i figured i'd save them for this episode make a cool like podcast cover yeah, with it or cool. something so um yeah so that was really cool i'm glad you have fun yeah it was a really awesome time um everyone was like super friendly from uh the director name is brent and um the director of photography, the DP, his name is Jose Acosta. Lori was one of the producers. Um, they had a really cool editor there. His name is Drew. Like, really low-key and easygoing. And from all, like, the puppeteers. There's one really cool girl. Well, two girls. Uh, one's name was Rachel. She was really cool. And she's a dancer. And she, like, does all that cool stuff. And Danny, I think she's, like, in a band or something. But she's, uh, she's pretty much uh, the PA, like, one of the PAs. But she had, like, a lot of other things she was doing so like everyone kind of wore a lot of hats that day um it was really weird for me though because usually i'm the person setting up stands and you know doing all the pa work and whatnot but i was just kind of hanging out really waiting for my my time to be in front of the camera to be all glamorous (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so funny how like i know actors work hard but i'm like that's pretty easy (laughs) hang out all day and play a part and i'm done um but the part that was really cool about it is like i got to live live out like this because i used to act like superheroes as a kid and you know like you have your little scenarios you run through in your head when you're (laughs) fighting with imaginary villains as a kid and like for for the whole day like i got to be in that mode and i actually was helping other people through a process by doing that so it's like they had um they had like scenes where Captain America and Spider-Man and um, Wolverine would be kind of like high-fiving each other. No, Iron Man, sorry. Iron Man would be like high-fiving each other after something really cool happened and you'd have to act like you're getting like knocked back by a villain and then you're getting shot in the back and stuff. It's like so cool. It's like having like playtime for 14 hours, you know? <laughs> but then, but someone is, <laughs> yeah, but someone is recording it and editing it and make it look really cool. I can't wait to see it when um, when it's all done. I hope it does catch Shun on Dragon Con. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. But um, the Box Heroes thing is actually pretty popular. Um, as far as I know, they do participate in uh, Dragon Con um, parades. I know you guys probably uh, see a few of them in the parades. I did find out that they have different versions of the costume for like every, I guess, event or something. So oh, if you're cool. wearing it, yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. So if you're wearing it like throughout the day, it's a different costume. It's a bit more flexible i guess a bit more comfortable um i think the parade ones are a bit more heavyweight you know so it can Mm. kind of stand against the weather i guess or something i didn't ask a lot of questions but um 
but yeah, the scenes in the movie look really cool. They had like little pillars like from a bridge, you know, and like the scene where Spidey has to like whip shoot it and like lift it off on one of the heroes and um Miss Marvel is in there. Um who else did I uh forget to mention? Um Abs- Absorbing Man's in there, comic book version of him. So really? that's kinda cool. Yeah. They got really intricate with and just the way they move and the way they wanted us to move. And you know, like good thing I'm familiar with like the characters I played. So I I kinda knew how to react as them. Mm-hmm. And um Getting to dress up as Wolverine was amazing, dude. <laughs> to have like these box gloves, but to have like the the gloves and the the blades just like they're huge, but they look really cool because you feel like you're Wolverine in this costume, you know? <laughs> um That's so cool. Yeah, and when I was a kid I used to make Wolverine uh <laughs> claws out of cardboard and aluminum foil. <laughs> Jeez. So being able to wear these really authentic looking and really creative uh wolverine gloves and claws are just like so cool um the masks were awesome um you had you had to put like little pieces of foam in it to kind of uh so you can rest on your head and so you can see part of the black t-shirt or black um i guess the zip up hoodie Mm-hmm. on your neck so if you look up like all it sees is the black but you see the face so they're like they're not seeing any skin tone or anything so cool um what else can i mention about the movie that won't give anything away well was there dialogue or did you just act oh, out um, those scenes yeah there wasn't any dialogue for us to say but it was really cool because we were doing a comic book style where there's like dialogue in, on screen you know so oh, nice. a, I thought that was pretty awesome, yeah. And just the way that I saw them put scenes together, like the way they shot it and the angles and how they pieced that together. Like, it's so cool to seeing um, something like that kind of come together. Like, green screen was the base for every scene, really, because, you know, scenes are being placed in the back, so it looks like a city or a destroyed town or whatever. Yeah, Um, it was really fun. Uh, The puppeteers, so it's like they're merging puppets with actual people, so... You know, while we can swing like Spider-Man, the puppets are doing that, and they're looking like really awesome while they do it. So instead of CGing it, they're doing it with these really cool little puppet things. So it's like a, I guess think of like I don't know so the Muppets have, meets Avengers. Or so something. they have like separate puppet versions of yeah. the box heroes. Yeah, a separate version of everyone. <laughs> And, like, the puppeteers had to dress in all green because they have to blend in with the yeah. background so they can key them out in the editing. So it looks like just the heroes are moving on their own, which is really <laughs> cool. And Rachel was one of those That's uh, cool. puppeteers. Yeah, so. But, um, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to see it. Like, I didn't ask about the premise of uh, the movie because I, I think I'd, I'd want to talk about it if I, if I knew about it. So <laughs> I don't want to ruin anything because <laughs> you, know you get so excited. Um. It just, it's really cool to just to see how something like that is shot there. Because, like, you're going in there, you're acting out scenes, and you really didn't know what's going on, but you're piecing the scenes together in your head. We're just mm-hmm. a whole other part of the story going on, but you're just like, okay, all I know is about my scene I have to do and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was awesome. They had snacks and <laughs> catering for food. So, yeah, it was a good time. Um, I want to say, like, thanks to Lori, if you're listening to this podcast, for inviting me to do it. So, um... Hopefully I get to see it soon, and you guys get to see it, and I have permission to share it with you guys. That'd be awesome. So, yeah. I, um, I'm just excited to see how it turns out, because yeah. everyone is really dedicated, and 
everyone in their room like loves superheroes so you can just kind of tell that's cool everyone had a passion to be there you know they wanted to get the best scene and the best take and things like that and things like that and i feel like i felt really good when i would do something they were like yeah that's really good like i'm like oh cool. like all my pretending as a kid paid off you know so, <laughs> so that was super fun um like i said if you guys ever want to participate in anything you or chris and you guys have the time you know like i yeah. I, I just went because it was short notice um i went on my own i mean because it was short notice and you know i'm sure you guys had other stuff going on but if I know about anything cool in advance, man, you guys come hang out, take pictures, or just play a hero, whatever you want to do, you know. So I'm sh I'm sure any kind of extra hands would would be would be helpful. So right. Um. But yeah, so that was my cool box hero experiment. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. And the guy who, one of the guys who is in charge of making the the boxers, his name is Steven. Um, I can't think of his last name right now, but he was really cool. And he reminds me of um, Dr. Wells from The Flash. <laughs> like, he has that look to him, you know? Oh, like, not evil Dr. Wells, but just kind of like, like that look, like that kind of creative type of guy, kind of like <laughs> scientist looking kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's really cool. It was really nice. Um. Yes, yeah, so other than that, I think that's all I have to mention about the boxier experiment. Did, did you get experiment. Any idea of, uh, experience. <laughs> Sorry. Did you get any ideas of how to make the costumes? Um. Yeah. Like, and they encouraged people to make their own costumes. Like, they weren't like, "Don't steal our idea." They're like, "You should make. You should make one." You know? They're like, really encouraging and really cool about that. So yeah, I have an idea of how to make it. Um, I'll have to like show you guys. So I wouldn't be able to like tell you you know just kind of like describe it to you by telling you but um yeah I, I can draw it out and we can definitely plan some out i'm sure they would appreciate us like other characters joining up with them you know that'd be cool dragon con costumes yeah maybe we can like <laughs> um exploit jamie's artistic abilities and she could draw them <laughs> and we could paint them or whatever figure out how they did it i'm sure i can yeah. get in contact with one of them and ask them how they did it and we can you know, like not trying to cram their style or anything, but it's kind of do characters that they haven't done yet or whatever. So yeah, that'd be cool. I'd love to do like a, a symbiote Spider-Man. That'd be mm -hmm. awesome, and it'd be comfortable. So you could take it off if you want, you know. Yeah. And just put it back on if you want to. But yeah, hmm. that'd be really cool. Dragon Con costumes. Though. I think that'd be fun. Um. Yeah. So okay, that's my experience on the box heroes thing. I will shut up now and pass it over to Chris. What? I thought you had more to talk about. Oh, I did. I figured we could like share the time, you know, like you yeah. do another one that we kind of go back around if that's okay. That's fine. Um, okay, so I'm probably going to talk about the nerdiest thing we've ever talked about. <laughs> um, Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, come on. Everybody wow. knows nerdy. That's my um, dragon growl. That's your dragon growl? <laughs> yeah. That is very interesting. That's a young dragon, man. All right, okay, he's young. It's a young schmog. <laughs> yeah, young, young schmog. Young schmog. Okay. Um, so, um, I've kind of been interested in playing Dungeons and Dragons for like three, four, five years, but never really had any real interest, you know, serious interest in it until about a year and a half ago when a friend of mine. Uh, was talking to me, and we were actually playing Hero Clicks, and he talked to me about maybe playing Dungeons and Dragons because he had played it once. And I was like, "Well, yeah, sure, I'll go ahead and do that because you know, 
I've already gone down the rabbit trail of being nerdy, so I might as well finish it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it took us a year and a half to get everything together because we not only do you have to find a group that you can play with, because these uh, these scenarios apparently take like months to complete, if not mm -hmm. years. Oh wow! Seriously? Yeah, it's it's convoluted, and so you have to find people that you can you know do this with, and that have consistent same time frames. Like we mm -hmm. are now doing every other Friday night. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, so you have to find people that you have to find a group that you know you can meet up with at the same time, and then you have to find. In our instance, we had to find a group of people that had already done this before and that were, were welcoming to newbies. Right. And weren't going to get frustrated. And we didn't want it because you don't want to jump in. Because when you start out, you start out at level one, level zero, whatever. And mm -hmm. you don't want to be joining somebody's crusade and they're like, oh, we're level 18 and we're just wiping the floor with everything and you're not getting any experience. You know, you want to yeah, have fun with it. Right, of course. So um, it's like, you know, so. It took us a while to get a group together. We had a group, and then it kind of fell through on us. And then we found another group, and that one actually kind of went completed. So to t when I say these things can take months to complete, we did our character design back in December, and it took us like three or four hours to get our characters, just our characters. I remember you told me that. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, crazy. Yeah, it is. But you what, don't realize what goes just, into it. What goes into it? Well, you have to. There's a whole bunch of things. You have to pick like what race your character is, and we're playing. There's like five different versions of Dungeons and Dragons, and, or more, and we're playing the 3.5 version, which is like the most popular apparently, which mm -hmm. is good because we felt we were able to find a game master who was familiar enough with it that we could play it. Yeah. Um, and so you have to choose, like, what race your character is. And you have, like, uh, humans, elves, halflings, half-elf, orcs, half-orcs. Um, so you have, like, all these different things. You have, to, you have to actually describe your character, like, choose, like, their age, their height, their skin tone, all this, all this stuff. Like, it, yeah, you know how when you play, like, a, a game that's got customizable features on it where you can customize your character? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that, only there's a lot more to it. Got it. So, like, if you ever play, oh, by the way, found out also that DC Universe Online is going, it's multi. It's an online multiplayer game. Mm -hmm. It's going to be coming to the Xbox. Yeah. So I think you'd be interested in that game. Yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. Your character to be able to play that. Um Anyway, you can, so we you can spend all this time customizing all that. You have to choose what class your character is going to be, and you have like druid and wizard and uh, sorcerer and bard. That you can even be a bard. You can be like a singing jester <laughs> kind of guy. So and apparently, like, like they get magical powers. Like Beetle the Bard. You could be Beetle the Bard <laughs> if you wanted to. And you get all these. So you get all these different things. And you and you have to uh, so you have to choose all your different parts. I chose to be a human druid, mm -hmm. um, just to have some fun with my first character. And so I did not realize this thing was going to take this long to create when I first did it. I mean, everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to, we're going to take at least an hour and a half or so to create your character." And I'm like, "Ah, that's just you know sitting around talking and you know shooting the crap." Yeah. At that time, no, it 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 took like an hour, an hour and a half. 
because um, you have to there's all the different aspects of your character you have like wisdom charisma strength dexterity you have to roll dice for all of those uh different values then you have to roll like the modifiers then you have to choose like your skill set and you have to put, uh, take your points based on what your character race and uh, class is and then you have to divide out all your little skill points into everything which mine had like 48 skill points I had to assign out then I had you have to uh, you have to choose like your feats. Then you have to go and you're given a certain amount of gold and you have to go out and before you even start, you have to purchase all of your equipment. So you have to go through and figure out what you're going to specialize in, what kind of weapons you want. Uh, make sure that you have your horse and you have like all your little knickknacks. Like you, anything you think that you might need. Like if you think, oh, I need a tent because I'm going to be out in the middle of the woods. No, you got to buy that. It's not just <laughs> one of those things where it's like, Oh, I, I forgot I have the tent from when I was in the town. It's like, no, you didn't buy it, so you don't have it. So you had to go through and like literally think of like everything that you would possibly need and like what you could buy. So, so like, this, okay, I have a question. I'm going to cut yeah. you off. But say, for instance, like you don't have a tent and you're outside. Does your character take damage or something? No. Okay. Uh, you can You can sleep outside. I mean, it's one of those things where it's really up to the game master. Because yeah. you could you could be like, oh, I'm gonna sleep outside under the stars because I'm a druid and I love nature, and then he could be like, yeah, your first night a wolf comes up and bites you in the face, you know, <laughs> right. and then you have then you have to roll <laughs> to see if you evade that attack or if the attack oh, hits and all this other stuff. That's pretty and like cool. How, yeah, and like how much damage it does. So theoretically, you could go out there and not have a tent, but right. you know, you're on the risk of being attacked in the middle of the night. So I, I guess the game master kind of makes it fun, I guess, because he brings up all these scenarios and whatnot. Yes, and we okay. actually lucked out. We got a really good game master who um, was, had a kind of a moral dilemma the last time we played because, and I'll get to that in just a second, but there was a moral dilemma and he allowed us to do something that prevented something bad from happening. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, so we were sitting there going... It, you have to choose all this stuff. You have to buy everything. You have to name your character. You have to all this, that, and the other. And it's like, literally takes an hour, hour and a half to do your character. Because you're having to roll for everything, purchase everything, double check everything, do the, the spreadsheet. Oh, it was, <laughs> There's spreadsheets? There's like, yeah, because there's like a character creation sheet where you have to put like your point values and stuff. Holy and where you put your skill points. I'll have to see if I can get a copy or get a picture of it. But it's like two pages of like things that you can do. And it's that sounds like, like work. Jamie, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, your coworker would love that. There's spreadsheets involved. That sounds terrible. <laughs> no offense, Chris. <laughs> well, that was pretty offensive. Not just kidding. Like I said, this is this is like nerdy, nerdiest like. When you tell somebody you're you play, there's like the nerdy geek stuff that's like popular now. Like, oh, everybody is loving Batman. Everybody's loving Superman. Everybody's loving Spider Man. You know, it's getting all that. But then when you when you say, oh yeah, I'm a geek. Well, why are you a geek? Because I play Dungeons and Dragons. People still look at you and they're like, okay, you are a major geek. You know. <laughs> There's there's like the cool geek stuff that's going on, and then there's like the the still stuff that you kind of have to like 
not hide, but you kind of don't put out on your front porch. When you when you say you play Dungeons and Dragons, your geek card is flying out there. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. So we we spent the first time we spent like two or three hours getting everybody's characters put together, building our team. I had to leave because I had to work. I think I had to work the next day or something like that. And like they stayed and played a little bit. Um, afterwards, well, I came when I came back and played last Friday. Um, I was there, and a couple of the people, and three of the group, three out of the five um, people had already met and gone through like not an adventure, but they had kind of met and had some interactions at the at the the tavern or whatever. Yeah. Which all of this is all in your head. You're 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 imagining everything. So, so this is this is. You know, you have to have that imagination to get into it. What is she saying? What is she saying? He can totally hear me. Yeah, go she, ahead. What is she saying? She said it reminds her of SpongeBob. He was like, imagination. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And, I'm sorry. And, oh, it's true. I'll go with it. So, first time. So I get there and they catch me up on the story of what happened. And apparently the guy who was playing the bard was at the bar at the tavern or whatever and was playing and he one of his abilities is performance because he's the bard so he's performing to make money. Yeah. Well, when the the scenario for the story happens, he plays and he plays for 3 hours. Well, the first hour you have to roll the check for each of these to a 20-sided dice. To like yeah. see what the consequences are, yeah. And so, like for the first two rolls, which were an hour each, he did fantastic. <laughs> okay, on the last one, he rolled a one, which yeah. In this game, one is a critical miss, twenty is a critical hit. So okay. critical hits the best, critical miss, you know, obviously is the worst. Yeah. So he crit he crit misses on it, and so the game master's like, okay, so what happened was. Before the third uh, hour, you went to the barkeep and got some dragon's blood mead or whatever yeah. that has, like, dragon's blood in it. He goes, and what happened in the third one is you had a, a bad reaction to that. And so you were, like, as you were singing, you had bad halitosis and everybody <laughs> was freaking out and they were everybody was throwing up and oh, everybody no. panicked and left the left the bar like that last hour and so you made no money and the end of and the tavern owners like trying to get you to like just get out of the building just leave and don't come back you know yeah so it's, it's, it's fun things like that that happens oh, you know you so have to you unexpected the, things the, yeah and the game master yeah and then the game master's like because like if he had rolled like a 10 he could have been like oh you did well you got maybe you know 20 gold or whatever mm -hmm. um or something like this could happen and you know everybody flees and leaves so yeah, so it's it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, it was more fun than I thought it would be. Like I was very hesitant when I first started, especially after how long it took to get the the character built. I was like, oh, I don't know how much fun this is going to be. But I'd yeah. already a had interest in it. B went through all this work to find a group that could do it, and then right. you know I created my characters. So I was like, you know, I'm at least play until my character dies the first time, and then you know I may say, hey, this isn't for me, and you know, whatever. If I'm not right. having fun, yeah, but I understand what you mean. yeah, 
So I, I, I went back and I played and, uh, it was pretty fun. I got, to, uh, it was <laughs> cause you have to, it's one of these, you almost have to be in character the whole time. And mm -hmm. so, oh, you also have to choose like, um, if you're good, neutral, evil, or if you're chaotic, neutral, lawful. And so you have, I went, um, chaotic, neutral, Nice. which means because if you do like say, okay, like certain classes have to be certain things. So if you go like lawful good, that means you're, you know, the goody two shoes. You're always doing the right thing. All you're not breaking any laws, this, that, and the other. You go oh, chaotic. Like Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> no, she speeds. She, she speeds. Oh, you do speed. He's right. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and so, like, you know, sorry, <laughs> that's no problem. Um, so, like, I was there, so, like, to put it in perspective, like, Captain America would be um, lawful good, you know. Would he? Looking for, like, well, probably that, if, if I were to stereotypical or like say Superman, lawful good. Okay, yeah, I'll take Superman. <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking for things like that, it's <laughs> so like. Um, like chaotic neutral might be like like say Loki. Mm -hmm. He he does the crazy stuff, but he's not really doing anything necessarily evil, but not necessarily good. Yeah. And like chaotic evil would be like Joker, you know, going out to okay. cause chaos kind of thing. Right. Uh, no. So there's just, you know, there's different aspects to your personality that you have to play. So I went chaotic neutral and so like the very first interaction i had with one of the other people that were in the group and you have to remember that while i know the people that i'm playing with my character doesn't know their character mm, and so okay. like we it's so it's fun because you're playing that and so we're talking and like he's he's like doing his bit and he's like talking and he's trying to get like information out of me because he's the bard so he's trying to get information because the bards like are the information getters in the, okay in the I have a question, yeah. not to cut you off, but is, is there like, do, do you create like a script for your character or do you just kind of play in the moment type thing? How you play work? in the moment. Yeah, you play in the moment. Okay. Like, like you, it depends on how the game wants to be set up. Like you, like uh, the guy I played with, Jordan, he had an elaborate backstory of his character. Yeah. And so like, like so hard. yeah. So like you can do voices if you wanted to and stuff? Yeah, you can do voices. <laughs> like you, you have, That's you're trying awesome. to. If you want to, you try to pretend to be that character. And so, like, he nice. had this whole backstory of, like, who his character was, why he's a bard, where mm -hmm. he's come from, this, that, and the other. And I'm just sitting here going, my name's Atticus. I'm a druid. I'm a human. <laughs> and so I, I'm sitting here, and I, and, I, and I have to admit, I based my character choice on a book series that I read, okay, Iron cool. Druid Chronicles. So I kind of had an idea of who that character was. Gotcha. And so for the first time, I wanted to do that. So I was, so it wasn't a whole. I'm having to make everything up on the fly. It's kind of like I because I've read like six or seven books of it. I yeah. kind of have an idea of who this character is, and so how he would react to character to situations and things like that. Okay. But I can still put my own personal twist on it. Right. So I'm uh, so I'm playing and I'm meeting this guy for the first time, and like I said, I know him, but like my character doesn't know his character, and right. so. We're talking, and the guy's trying to get information out of me. And so, and the game master gave, and I hate to mention the game master gave us like little sheets of paper with like information that we knew that we could tell the other people if we wanted to, or we could keep it secret if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. However, we decided to play that character. Yeah. And so, 
and it's like different things like you've heard that you know there's a treasure in this mountain range or you're looking for this particular person and yeah. somebody else might have well you you work closely with the person that I'm looking for but if I if he chooses not to tell me that then I won't know that unless it just comes up oh okay and so any character that's not in the party is played by the game master Oh, so nice. he's like the NPCs of everything. So do you have to play the game like for a few years to be considered for a game master? Or how does that work exactly? Do you guys vote on that? Or You can kind of do it however you want to. We, ju- we just went and, and found somebody that was willing to, to play with newbies and who had had some experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's yeah. had experience with different with older versions of Dungeons and Dragons and different games, so he didn't have any real experience with 3.5 version. Right. But he had experience being a game master, so he was willing to come in and and work and work with us. That's so, nice. yeah. So I would say it, you can be a game master anytime you want. It's just your level of comfort. Got it. And it's also how much detail you want to put in the world. Like he has na- mapped out this thing. Uh, roughly he's kind of like knows where everything is. And so he's like kind of telling us, like giving us like a kind of a map of the place that we're living in. Oh, nice. Uh, he kind of comes up with game scenarios. Yeah. So he's a really great guy. And like, he does, he tries to do the voice characters too. Like we, <laughs> like we cool. were, we were meeting a gnome. Like I met a gnome in the bar and like, he did the little <laughs> high pitch voice and things like that. And so, That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. He, so he really got into it. Um, hey Chris, are you gonna um, like have you have you played any more since that day, or you've just been like, no? Because okay. our next our next one's gonna actually be next this Friday the 29th or the twenty. Okay, whatever this Friday is, so we're gonna play then, and we're gonna play for hopefully, you know, three or four or five hours, which gets so, more stuff into it. So like, there's a whole new like story start every time, or you continue from the last? No, you time? continue for, you continue on from the first one. So like, how do you know when you when it ends? He just calls the end, or you just keep going. You know what I mean? You mean like the end of the of the scenario, like the end of the game itself, or the end of the night? Yeah, like the end of the like. Uh, how do you know if you're gonna continue, or if he's like, all right, we're gonna start a whole new thing, or do you guys vote on that, or everyone's like, okay, new thing, or how does that work? Well, we really haven't gotten that far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really sure. I, I think I, I got a feeling it'll be one of those. We'll play for three, four, five, six months, and then we'll kind of decide, hey, we want you know one big epic battle, and that'll be our end. So what There's you're saying is, this is a this is a real time RPG. Is what you're trying to say? I guess. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean obviously it is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool though. That's awesome. <laughs> um. So hold on. So do you draw out your characters? How do you know what is what these people look like? Do you like paint little things and put them on the on the map? Or you, you know can I mean? if you, if you true if you truly wish cool. to, you can. Uh, if, see, if if I if I was playing, I would make a character and make them or her an actual thing I can pick up and move. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. I mean, it, with 3D printers now, you can do. If you got the technology or the money, you can do it. Um, yeah. Like I don't, because I just kind of we just kind of describe our characters to each other, so we kind of have an idea of what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jordan actually got bored at work the other day and like found this program where you can like 
customize a 3D model of your characters. Oh, and so he did that for everybody. And I'm like, you have way too much free time. Now, it is limited on, like, what – the found, the one that he found is limited on what he did. So he, like, he like sent me a picture of, like, what he thought my character looked like. And I'm like, it's pretty accurate. I'm Just a couple of things I would do different. And he's like, well, they didn't have that option in this thing. I was like, okay. Um, so it's fairly confident or fairly accurate to what, what I imagine my character looks like. Right. Um, and you can, like I said, you can do it. And there are 3d models where you can actually have it 3d printed and look like your character if you want to. You should get something. Well, I know Jamie had a nerdy, um, experience at, um, wizard world. You played magic the gathering, right? Or learn how to play magic. How was that for you? interesting like I, I know it's not the same as Dungeons and Dragons but it's kind of like something new that you picked up also right yeah I mean about. I haven't played it since but like it was interesting because you definitely like it depending on whatever cards you had mm-hmm. like what you could do yeah and what you could go against so and like I think what the, what you rolled with the dice so did so. you was that would that be a game you'd play again you think or uh, I mean, probably not regularly, just because I'm not really a gamer person. Yeah, I understand. But, like, just for the fun of it with someone, sure. I mean, it was it was fun. Maybe you and Chris could pick up a pack. <laughs> or, or, and let's go with this here. Why don't we just, Julie loves playing Magic. Why don't we just get Julie to bring some cards over and we can all play? That could work. And that, I mean, way, we don't, that way we don't have to sink the money into <laughs> buying yeah. a bunch of packs that we're not ever going to play. That's true though. Plus, because Julie already has them, I mean, she can probably teach us how to some tactics and whatnot. You know how to play. That, yeah. That, that'd be a fun, uh, a fun Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that that'd be cool. That'd be a cool game to learn. Um, oh, Chris, did you have more to say about Dungeons and Dragons, or should I pass it on? Uh, I just have a little bit more. Uh, when we're talking about like you know how you have to play your character. So like the first time I meet this guy and the the bard is trying to get information out of me. I'm like sitting there talking to him and, you know, he's playing chaotic neutral as well. So it's kind of, we're both playing that whole, we can do whatever we want pretty much as long as it's not, you know, really too evil or, you know, too law abiding. And so we're talking and like, he starts, and he starts asking me questions about stuff. And so I like, because my character has not met this guy, I start flying off the handle at him. I'm like, why are you trying to find out my information? Why? You look you know, you're very sneaky. What are you trying to you know, this, that, the other? And so, like, me and him kind of, like, got into, like, a yelling match back and forth, which was kind of funny. And, like, the Game Master had, like, only met me and Jordan, like, twice. So, like, we got finished with our conversation, and he's kind of like, okay, let's take a time out. He's like, hey, I know you guys know each other, but... And we're both like, no, no, this is cool. We're just we're just playing. We're just, you know... It's like, don't worry about it. Oh, and yeah, like, yeah. He's like kind of getting up. He's like, I guess he was kind of getting concerned. I'm like, no, we're just we're playing our characters the way we're supposed to. He's like, okay, I just wanted to make sure because you know it was like it was very realistic. Like, uh, you know, I thought y'all might get mad at each other. I'm like, no, we're just playing around. That'd be so. hilarious to see someone break into like a like a rumble because of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I'm sure there's people who's done it. So it's kind of like the Jets and the Sharks from uh, the West Side Story. You know, you got to like snapping your fingers and coming in with your like ancient magic and trying to take each other's <laughs> yeah. heads off. 
<laughs> yeah, not quite that far because we haven't got any like we haven't got our powers yet because you have oh, to get them as you okay. level up. But yeah, yeah, it, it can be like that. We were kind of snappy back and forth at each other, and actually it was kind of <laughs> funny because like like I said, it was just we played the characters so well. Um, the other good thing about our GM was that we the entire time that we were there, and like I said, I played for like two and a half, three hours, whatever. We had just left the town, and we went up to this. Uh, we had, we all have an information about this cave, and so I had convinced this party to go do this quest in the cave to kind of like save to get these um to get the gold out of it, mm-hmm. and so like we start heading towards the cave, and like the guy's like, hey, you know, I, he goes, let's take a second. He goes, I want to know. I, I, he goes, I, we have to um, decide something real quick, and he's and we're like, okay, well, what? He goes, well, do you want? to me to just let the game play as it's supposed to, or if there's something major going on, do you want me, because this is the first time, do you want me to kind of give you a heads up so that, you know, everybody doesn't die and this, that, and the other. And we were like, well, yeah. we want to play it, you know, like as the game happens. Right. Um, I go, but we go, but because you said that, uh, he, go, and he goes, yeah. Um, so he goes, well, so what happened is there's information where the cave that you're going to um, again, we had kind of had some suspicion because he's like brought. He played an he played an NPC character that let another person come with us, but we had to bring that person back before the full moon, and so we kind of had an idea of like what something's going on, but we had to have him back at that time. And so it was actually really funny because the guy was like somebody that he brought with and a friend that he brought with him. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know him, and so we're like, okay, this guy's a this guy's a werewolf. What are we gonna do? Because we're like sitting there thinking about it. So like yeah. we all gang up on him, and we like push a silver coin to his forehead to see if it burns him, and of course it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole point of the story was that um, this cave, yeah, this cave um, was cursed with undead werewolves. What? And so he's like, he's like, Holy yeah. And he goes, um. And th- he goes, this was kind of like my first uh, big boss battle for you. And oh, he goes, wow. you know, so you all had information leading to it, to it. But we, he goes, but I didn't really expect you to all go to it like right away. And <laughs> so, yeah, so we're like, oh, so we're all still level zero. I'm like, we're all, he goes, I go, so what kind of level cave is this? And he's like, yeah, it's probably like a level, you know, seven to ten cave. Holy crap. We're like. Oh, yeah, we all would have died. He's like, yeah. yeah. So we're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Because we're all playing for the first time. Let's have a mulligan, and we all go back to the town, and we'll do something after that. But, yeah, going forward, we kind of want to let the game play out as normal. That way we're not playing a metagame where we know information outside of the game. Um, that makes sense. But that way, you know, we can play, and if, you know, we get wiped, we get wiped, and then we start new characters or whatever. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, he could have easily just let it go, and then we could have all died, and that would have been a really short game. And but then I think he realized, if we had played that short of a game, we all probably would have been like, okay, let's not do this again. So it'd be funny if he was like, yeah, and the guy you pushed that silver coin into, that's Van Helsing, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is, is that uh, we're all human, so Van Helsing wouldn't have gone after us. <laughs> but 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 it'd be funny because he's like, well, he was gonna help you guys in a cave so you could level up, but no, he's not anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, really, like I said, it was just really funny because we had like five or six people just grab him real quick and like hold his arms and stuff <laughs> so that we could push the coin to his forehead. You guys are bullies. We're chaotic neutral. <laughs> we gotta we gotta 
take care of ourselves. Wait, bully with his chaotic noodles, baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, goodness. All right, Jamie, do you want to go? <sighs> Tell us about your opinion. Unless you want to talk first. No, it's all, all right. you. So, I don't know how or if either of you care. But I care. <laughs> but I guess I'll talk about uh, the Labyrinth first because... I was really upset the other day when I saw that um, they were they're planning on redoing The Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One, because the movie's great, as it is. Yeah. Two, really David great. Bowie just passed away. I think they had that kind of in the works before that, though. I don't care. It still doesn't need to be done. <laughs> but anyways, so I just saw a little bit earlier <laughs> that they confirmed it's not like a reboot. It's a continuation, which... Oh, okay. It's still stupid. But <laughs> I guess it's not good. It's not bad that they're trying to do it over, which is good. I just like, yeah. just like you and I were talking the other day, like I wish Hollywood would come up with like some original ideas and stop remaking everything. <laughs> like it's just really annoying. It's like, do you just not have any more original ideas? Like Blake said, workaholic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Nick> <laughs> so that kind of really just irritated me because... I love that movie. I've always loved that movie since I was a kid. Yeah, that and I just—I don't want them to remake it. <laughs> it, it'd be like to me if they remake like Back to the Future or something. Yeah, or a Christmas Story. Or a Christmas Story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If they were to remake either one of those, it just—it's like why? It's our like it's good. There's no reason to. Yeah, I understand. So. That, I guess the blow is a little softer because it's a. It's sequel. not a remake. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean that's a little bit better, up. definitely. But I know when I was reading on the Nerdist, and they were saying, you know, like no, <laughs> like you can't remake it. And they were like, say, you know, I, I don't know who wrote the article. I didn't yeah. pay attention, but the person was like, you know, I was just talking to someone the other day, and they were saying, you know, who would play the Goblin King if they remade the Labyrinth? And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, David Bowie. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. he would still play him. Like, right. and now that can't happen so you know they're like while at the time i was like they don't really need to remake it if they do (laughs) he'd still be the goblin king right i know (laughs) so So you wouldn't you wouldn't be okay if they remade it with like say um johnny depp no because he he plays (laughs) characters like that sometimes i know but it's just not the same i love the labyrinth because of david bowie as the goblin king like that's what i love the most about it yeah. I, like, my favorite part of that movie was him singing Dance, Magic, Dance. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was my favorite part. Yeah. So, like, I, I just, I don't know. It just won't be the same without David Bowie. Yeah, I understand. That's, that's definitely, um, it's definitely, like, a, a big like chance they're taking two on it. Because it could totally flop because of that yeah. reason. You know what I mean? Or if they make it, like, a tribute type thing, it could be successful. So who knows yeah. what kind of, like. I mean, like you said, I'm glad they're not actually remaking it. It's a continuation, I guess. Yeah. And I guess, like, I'm curious to see where they take it because, like, I don't really know how that's supposed to continue. Have they started casting anyone? Not that I know of. Okay. But who knows? So, yeah, that's my thoughts on the labyrinth. And what's second on your grind your gears rant? So the second on my list is the Rocky Horror (laughs) picture show uh tv series yeah uh chris are you familiar with that at all all i know is that um tim curry is coming back to be in that series why why are you taking my thunder 
You hole! <laughs> you just asked me if I knew anything about it. Don't I just meant about the movie. I meant about the movie in general, you jerk. <laughs> well, you should have specified that. Gosh. So anyway, <laughs> I didn't know if you'd ever seen the movie. I'm sorry. Well, see, that's how you specify it. No, I, I have hate never you. actually seen the movie. Gosh. Okay, so you're lame. Anyways. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so Well, Chris is like so many miles away. You gotta still, still can't keep the peace. <laughs> Hey, it's not my fault she didn't specify. <laughs> no, I already said it. this funny, though. So, this is another one of my favorite movies. Um, and I, I don't like the fact that they're making it into a TV series, but I am curious to see how it turns out. Um, now, they did cast Laverne Cox as Dr. Frankenfurter, hmm. which is the main character, Chris. Yes. I, I know, of, I know um, like... The cultural awareness of it. I've never actually seen the movie, but I know the the cultural part of it. So, like, from my understanding, Laverne Cox is a transvestite. Um, so that kind of fits in with Dr. Frankenfurter's character because he's an alien transvestite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't really like they made... I don't know. She looked, Laverne Cox looks like a woman, so I don't really like that, but... We'll see. Um, and then, like, I really, I don't know about any of the casting, because they have Adam Lambert as Eddie, who's, like, the biker dude, which was played by, I think, Meatloaf? In yes. The movie. Yes. And then uh, Victoria Justice is playing um, <laughs> Susan Sarandon's character. And uh, I don't know who any of these guys are that they've casted, but... Um, they've casted the, the characters for, um, Brad, Rocky, and, um, Riff Raff. So now, that's... Riff Raff is like the butler looking Yeah. Movie? Okay. Yeah. So they ca- they casted Steve Carney as Riff Raff and Staz Nair, and I may be saying that wrong, as Rocky. Um... Those people... I don't, know. I don't know. And Ryan McCartan as uh, as Brad. So, like, to me, none of these guys look like the characters from the movie. <laughs> and I, I realize there may be serious makeup involved, but uh, the exciting part is that Tim Curry is returning to do the narration. <laughs> he's really the cool. criminologist narrator of the show. So that's really, really cool. Um, Chris stole my thunder, which really makes me mad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I am curious to see how that turns out. Um, it could either be really, really good or really, really terrible. So now is this like a TV show or is this like a TV series or like a mini series or like, what is this? It just says TV series. Oh, God, um, I hope it's a mini series. Yeah, I also jumping in there, um, I'm glad that they chose, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess not because we don't know them, I mean, they're not popular, but they chose people that I don't recognize, so I can just see them oh, as yeah. the character, you yeah. know what I mean? So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because I know Victoria Justice from Victorious, which is on Nickelodeon, because <laughs> I used to watch that, because I think she's a cutie, but um, 
Because, like, after Drake and Josh got done, I was like, what am I going to watch now? So, it was like, <laughs> that so was like, the, cute girl. Yeah, that was, like, the thing. I was like, all right, watch Victorious. But, um, yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of good that they uh, chose some people that aren't uh, too well-known yeah. at the moment. But I'm sure after that's out, and if it's popular enough, your career is going to be, well, you know. Like, I know that, like, the whole Rocky Horror thing is, like, huge. Mm, Like, they do live shows and... Yeah, they do. Like, it's still really big, so... Big thing at Dragon Con, too. Yeah, so if they do a good job with it, I'm sure they'll have, like, a huge following. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't know. But like Chris said, like, I don't... How would they... Unless they're going to Sleepy Hollow it and drag it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know. Sorry, I'm looking at these people, and I don't know any of them. Yeah. But um Yeah, I don't know who any of them are either except for oh, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Reeve Carney um played Peter Parker Spider-Man on Broadway. Oh, that's cool. Okay. okay. So that's the one, that's an interesting little tidbit, I guess. The one that was like really horrible. Yeah, I think they've only done the one, yeah, uh yeah. Unleash the Darkness or Out of the Darkness or Yeah, know. that that's the one. Yeah. Oh, so, I agree with you. Laverne Cox, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna like i just i don't know it's not the same it's because you expect a male looking character yeah. to play that role no i get it completely yeah like it's a bit too authentic this time i'm guessing yeah because i mean you know they laverne cox is a transvestite mm-hmm. i believe i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah but um i just i don't know i kind of like the idea of a man pretending to be a transvestite instead of like an actual transvestite. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's just me. Right. Eh. I think it just looks a little bit more dramatic, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. But I guess they're going to it to try to include like more diversity and. I mean, I get yeah, it. Well, well, looking at it, it's like, I think, and I hate to say it, but um, it's, it's the. It's they've completely switched everything. It's like the gender role and the race role in that character has now changed because you have white Tim Curry playing a transvestite into an African American actual transvestite playing this. So they're, I guess they're trying to do it to build diversity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, guess. It could be an approach. Yeah. The only thing that really gives me hope is the fact that Tim Curry's on board. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, at least he's involved in some kind of way. Now, is the criminologist like an important part in the movie, or is it just kind of like a a narrated part? It's a narrating part. Okay, so he may not actually be on camera. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I mean, he might. May I, I don't think he will be. Well, hopefully, if he says, "Hey, maybe we should change this," maybe they'll give him uh, more pull, I guess. Because he was in the original and made it so famous, so maybe if he, you know if they start going in a weird direction, which I get weird direction for a Rocky Horror Picture Show is kind of you know part of the course, but maybe <laughs> if they stray too far from you know something, that maybe he can kind of correct them back. Hopefully, yeah. like, when are they looking to start production? Do you know? Uh, or do they say? I honestly, I'm not really sure. Hmm. I mean. It's scheduled um, for a 2016 release. Oh, wow. Okay. So I would imagine sometime this fall would be when it was... Does it, do you know who's actually doing the show? Like, oh, it's said to air on Fox. I was going to say, I think it's Fox. <laughs> actually, this may be a miniseries. It may not be an actual 
series, which is actually I think would help the case. Yeah, definitely would. Um, let me look at this real quick. Some of it might be filmed here. Like everything's been filmed here now, so who knows? Yeah. You could right. be an extra Jamie or something. Who knows? That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I can't see. For the two-hour production set to air on Fox this fall, so it looks like it's going to be like a two-hour uh, miniseries kind of thing. But it's going maybe to be on like, Fox. Maybe like Heroes yeah. was Heroes Reborn could be something like that. Yeah, I see. Honestly, when you hear that, I would have thought like AMC or FX would have gotten it because of you know Walking Dead and uh, uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, I think that probably make that would have made more sense. Maybe Fox is trying to branch out a little bit more, maybe, or they figured they have to compete with those stations yeah, it is or a networks. Two hour. So it's two hours and done. I guess so. Okay, so it's like a movie, but just break, broken up into like you know. Yeah. Okay. Like over the course of two nights, as opposed to that's that's still weird. Yeah. Apparently, they also have Grease Live set to air on January 31st. Oh, oh nice. That's it on Colory Gibson. I don't have to I, watch that. I can understand oh, that. They've, they've started doing a lot of live shows. Grease? She's in that? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, the live shows are getting pretty, like... Oh, they're getting some play now. I mean, more than they used to, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Because they, they've done Peter Pan. What was the other live one they did? Wizard of Oz just mm-hmm. recently. That's right. So maybe they're kind of picking up that steam and doing musicals and stuff as live performances. Because I like the original Wiz so much, I didn't really pay much attention to that remake. Just because I was like, no, nah, whatever. <laughs> like, like you don't have Michael Jackson and Neo's not Michael Jackson, so no thanks. <laughs> what I love is like all these people that were getting up in arms and they're like, how come it's an all African American team? If you had an all white Wizard of Oz, everybody'd be up in arms. And I'm like, no. Back in like 1930, uh. they had the white Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the same thing. It's the same thing with the whole Oscars thing, though. That's oh like a thing, though. I don't get it. It's so weird. Like, I, I mean, okay. I my thing is like, there's been portrayals by. Uh, african-american actors and other things like that that i think were oscar-worthy performances granted i'm not on the oscar list so i don't get to make that decision yeah but it's like it's not racist they've i mean come on denzel washington's won like three of them in the last like 15 years mm-hmm. um so i mean it's it's and uh halle berry won one i mean i'm i'm just putting out the ones that i remember because i don't watch the oscars very much and the ones yeah. i do watch yeah. it's always I'm always I don't watch them at all them. either. Yeah. Well, when I watch them, it's always I'm watching for the the host and I'm watching for the comedy that they give, not who actually wins. You know. Yeah, Chris said he's watching for the host, and I'm watching for host. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, you're right. Like, I mean, I I can't chime in on exactly because what's going on because I don't watch them. But I mean, man, can't we all just be like? happy to be doing what we love and to be getting paid for it type thing but i don't know whatever maybe that's you think so maybe i'm just like too simple-minded for some (laughs) people i don't know um but moving on i have some cool stuff to mention did you guys see the video about like 
it's not an actual thing that's, that's uh, existing now, but they have this concept for, um, it's like a hotel, but it floats on water. Oh, yeah, you were mentioning that. Already. And they have, like, it's really cool looking. Like, it looks like a little sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, the base of it is, like, this spine thing, and the rooms are, like, attached to the spine. And, like, according to, you know, what how they explain it, um, the spine kind of curves with the currents of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So that's how it stays afloat. And when it's docked, like, it's uh, it becomes, like, a bridge. Hmm. So like and like helicopters can land on it and whatnot. So that's like a thing that they're trying to do, which I'm not too sure like practically how that work because like if they, if it hits a storm, I'm yeah. sure it's going to be like panic city. But just the idea of it's pretty cool. <laughs> like I mean, just to know someone is like planning something like that in their heads, like maybe that could be a thing one day. You know, it's really awesome that technology it is so exciting. Sometimes kind of scary, but mm-hmm. it does sound pretty scary. <laughs> I mean, just to be like. In a hotel on the ocean, I guess. Yeah. Like, right. Exactly. Can't get to <laughs> land if you need to. But I thought that was pretty interesting. You know? I wonder what like I wonder if it like would be like really bad motion sickness. Like, Probably would. Yeah, if it's not stable. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I mean, you think you know, like if you're on a cruise ship and you're in like the bottom. Yeah. Like you feel it. That's true. Though. So and that's pretty stable. What were you gonna say, Chris? Uh, imagine going in and be like. Where you're going in to uh, pick up your key to your hotel room and be like, no, I, I had a room on the fifth floor. You're giving me one on the fourth floor. And they're like, well, just give it a little while. The, t- the tide's going to come in. It's going to be fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I can sit there and go is if they can get this working out, they could do Harry Potter where like the all the things and the uh, like all the uh, stairways move. That oh, could be yes. the next thing. Dude, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I wish they would add that to like Harry Potter world if they haven't already. Yeah. That'd be dope. We need to go there. Cause uh, yeah. To plan a little yeah, we need to go there. A lot there. of places. And Star Wars weekend. Yes. Are talking about Disney World? I think so, yep. yeah. Yep. Now you guys will actually go to Disney World with me? Yeah, we'll go. <laughs> oh, I would have gone to Disney World a long time ago. I just don't need the money to go. <laughs> yeah, I understand. And they're doing um, more Marvel stuff at Disney, I hear. Because yep. they're trying to get the license back. <laughs> I saw the cutest little video. It was like Darth Vader at Disney World. <laughs> and this little girl, she's like, I think she's just like Princess Leia or something. Mm-hmm. And she was like trying to get Darth Vader to hold her hand. And like he wouldn't do it. And like she, that video was at least like three or four minutes long. Yeah. And I think they time lapsed some things. Right. But like she just kept trying and kept trying. And like her dad like lift her up and let her rub noses with him. <laughs> and then like, and then like finally she like reached up and grabbed his hand and like held it. And then he like told her to leave. <laughs> but it was really cute. I guess he had to stay in character. Huh? Yeah. Because I'm sure the, the person in the costume was of probably course. like, oh my gosh, like little girl. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I'm not supposed to hold your hand. <laughs> but she well, now- is so cute. Now they've, they've they're replacing uh, him with Kylo Ren for a little while. In the park. Yep. Kylo oh, Ren's really? coming into the parks for a little while. Well, that's kind of cool. I guess he needs it, the exposure so people can you know learn to love him. I guess if they haven't already. <laughs> yeah, because right now everybody's hating on him because he's kind of like the little emo kid. But yeah. at the same time, it's like if you really think about it, he is a very badass character. Kylo Ren is? Yeah. Nothing. I, was that, I can't Jamie? wait. Um, Nothing. What are you going to say, mm-hmm. Jamie? You can, what are you going to say? 
Nothing. Okay, well, I was going to say, I can't wait for Kylo Ren to get his uh his training completed. Because yeah. I, I can't wait for him to be, like, the powerful character that I hope he's going to be. You know what I mean? Because me, because Chris and I were super impressed just by what he did in the movie. Yeah. And we still need to discuss Star Wars, <laughs> actually. We will, but after we, get this, after we go see it again. Yeah, I definitely want to go check it out one more yeah, time. Yeah, probably be good to get, get a refresh. Yeah. I'm glad, on the Star Wars tip, I'm glad that they're, they're, um, Releasing more Ray stuff now, um, which is really cool. Uh, there was like a little trickle of Ray merchandise and toys and stuff, but it's starting to flood now, which is kind of cool. Because I, I, I like Ray as a character a lot. So, you know, what are you going to say? Sorry. Who? I'm talking to you, Chris. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, everybody's like, oh, I, I, I honestly don't think it was intentional in the aspect of let's not put a lot of girl stuff out there. I think it had more along the lines of, because a lot of the stuff gets spoiled with the toys that they didn't want to put her stuff out there with like the lightsaber and this, that, and the other. That way we wouldn't know that she's going to be a Jedi necessarily. Gotcha. So I think it was more the marketing of how do we keep some secrets until the movie has been released and then release this with wave two kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of waiting for people to kind of get familiar with the storyline and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. So sense. you're not revealing like, some big major plot hole because plot if you twist. did people would be like well this is a spoiler and then you'd get in trouble anyway so sometimes it's like no winning <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just kind of have to take whichever one now i guess like theoretically i guess i could release it without a the lightsaber mm-hmm. but then you have to re-release the toy with the lightsaber so it's like hey kids you bought this now come around and buy it again yeah with this accessory and and then plus all the images you have of um you know Daisy with the lightsaber like you'd have to kind of keep those on hold till you're ready to you know what I mean it's kind of a big like marketing thing I'm sure money is like a big deal going into that too but um I wish I've noticed that <laughs> I don't totally understand like they have more like girl stuff with Ray on it than they do like guy stuff like I had to look like really hard for a Ray shirt that's like that's a guy's shirt so <laughs> and some of them are really cool like girl shirts like they have the really cool baseball tees and stuff but they're just made for girls so i'm like can you make some more guy stuff with ray on it because i'd buy i'd buy some stuff you know so, yeah <laughs> so marketing team uh, you can do that that'd be cool i'm sure a lot of guys would appreciate that too see that's kind of funny because <laughs> i saw this thing on facebook and it was talking about how um women were complaining that all the the cool stuff was in the men's section for like Star Wars. <laughs> oh, and, really? Like the Star Wars girl stuff was like it had Star Wars, but it would have Star Wars in like sequins or whatever. And girls <laughs> were like, and women were getting upset. They're like, I don't want something that's sparkly. I want something that says Star Wars. And so they have to go shop in the men's section. And you're you're telling me the exact opposite. You want something Ray Hanna, so you're having to look at not that you would buy necessarily buy anything, but you're looking and you're like, okay, well the only thing I see is over here in this section. Yeah, you know, so I just thought it was kind of funny. No, you're it's totally right. I, I mean, I hope now to have like an even keel of merchandise where like, oh, this is a cool guy's t-shirt with Ray on it. I can pick it up because I mean, I had to look online and. You know, usually when a big movie is out, you can find those things in stores easily, you know, yeah. but no, I have to like look for it. I'm like, it's like no Ray merchandise for guys, but crazy. <laughs> keep, keep an eye out on the, um, on those t-shirt sites where they do the artists. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of artists have been putting out Ray stuff and they always print their stuff on unisex. Oh uh, yeah. Clothing, which I think, I think honestly more stuff like that should be unisex as opposed to. This is for guys and this is for girls. It should just be more of a. This is for people who like 
Star Wars. This is for people who like Marvel, you know? Right. I agree. And on on the note of them, like, separating things, have you seen this stupid commercial for, like, Nerf? Um, oh it's like gosh. Nerf guns, pretty much, but it's for girls, so it's all, like, pink and crap. I'm like, why can't yeah. we just play with the same things? Like, it doesn't have to be a girl or a guy thing. Like, Nerf should be for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, I don't know. I thought it was a bit much, but is, is there a way of raking in more dough, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know it well, it's just like the, um, my sister went out and bought a per, uh, pink uh, camouflage uh, BB gun mm-hmm. because it was pink and camouflage. Like, really? You're going to pay, like, you know, three or four dollars more for it being pink and camouflage than if you just <laughs> bought the regular one? And the only, exactly. reason, the only reason she wanted it was it was pink and camouflage. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> like like she shoots like i, I mean yeah she, she i think she shoots like cans with like the bbs and stuff but like mm-hmm. she would have never bought it if it wasn't pink and camouflage i understand i, I totally understand what you mean yeah yeah that's that's clever marketing on who was whatever bb gun company that was yeah but yeah but my thing is like it should just be like something like a nerf gun you know what i mean yeah it's unisex that it's cool it's a nerf gun whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, guys like pink. It's all good. Like, make different colors. <laughs> and girls like blue. Yeah, so it's whatever. Um, what else do I have for this week? Do you guys have anything extra to talk about this week? No, yeah, that was really all. Was that was everything? Okay, cool. Actually, we did really well at an hour and uh, nine minutes. So, yeah, didn't feel like it. So, <laughs> um, so thank you, Chris, for joining us. Uh, welcome. In your humble abode. <laughs> yeah, my humble abode. I would like to um, shout out our um, Cosplay Tuesday pick for this week. Her name is Lemon Bell, and she is on Facebook. Um, her Instagram is at uh, lemon.bell, <laughs> and her Facebook is facebook.com slash um, saharahime, and I'm going to spell that. It's a Sahara like the desert, and H-I-M-E, if you guys want to check her out. She has really cool costume and she's super creative her tinkerbell is like amazing in my opinion <laughs> she looks really good as tinkerbell also her spider gwen that's yeah. probably one of the best ones i've seen spider gwen, spider gwen is really good yeah and her classic gwen so good like mm-hmm. so amazing yeah um, those are both really good so definitely check her out um, you just have a soft spot for tinkerbell i think so like i love tinkerbell's <laughs> character so yeah so shout out to lemon bill for giving us the okay to feature her um for our cosplay tuesday um I didn't do Throwback Thursday this, or we didn't do Throwback Thursday. Sorry, this week because I, I was just busy. I, something happened. Something came up. I was just busy. Um, so doing like life stuff, running around. So I'll get back on it this week, though. We'll get back on it this week. I keep saying I. I'm sorry. I'm so self-centered. This podcast episode. Um, we'll get back on it this week and uh, make it happen for you guys. So yeah, we haven't figured out anything for Friday yet. Chris did say we could do trailer Fridays. Um, yes. Um, so maybe we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so sometimes they don't. Know, all, they would always have like a Good Friday movie. We've, it's been kind of sparse here lately, but now I think it's starting to pick up. So we can probably. Oh, I don't know this this weekend. Um, there was three that were coming out that I was kind of interesting. The Boy with uh, Lauren Cohen. Yeah, yeah. Goes out. Um, yeah, I definitely want to see that. There was what were the other two? Crap. What else was that, Jamie? Rain. Rain? No. What? Are you going to see Rain again? No, I was reminding I want to go see Rain. That Lauren Cohen's going to be um, 
Martha oh, Wayne. yeah, Martha Wayne. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I thought you might want to mention it since yeah. you love her. I love Laura <laughs> I'm glad she's going to be a part of that because, of course, she's her character's going to die because of Flashback. I was about to say. But she's going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but she'll look amazing like she always does. And the guy that plays Neek is going to be playing Negan and Walking Dead is playing Thomas Wayne. So that's kind of a weird little uh, relationship thing there. But, you know, two Walking Dead actors and Batman vs. Superman is kind of cool. Um, he was a comedian also in Watchmen, if you guys don't know who he is. But, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he was also he, in uh, Supernatural. Yep, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty exciting news for Lauren. She was, she had these, like, really cute pictures when she's going to the premiere of the movie. Because she was, like, had this nervous face. She's, like, not nervous. Going to the premiere. Did you see where she was on Ellen? Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> and Ellen scared her. That's, and she did her little dance. She screamed. I didn't get to see her dance, but I saw her get freaked out. She, like, screamed. The dance was pretty awesome. <laughs> I had to watch the dance. Oh, they released the Wonder Woman um, logo. I know you guys saw that. It looked like the, the one they have on the Batman vs. Superman poster for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Just, like, really um, old, rustic-looking gold, mm -hmm. you know? It was really cool, though. Um, so that's, that's a really cool movie to look forward to summer 2017 um, I want to say that's probably it for me yeah. mentioning anything else um, Chris are you good? Uh, just the only other movies coming out this week were The Fifth Wave Dirty Grandpa <laughs> yeah. and Room and I kind of figured you might want to go see The Fifth Wave because it's got uh, what's her name in it? Chloe although it's, yeah, although it's getting bad reviews yeah, it looks kind of bad. It seems like it's kind of one of those teeny yeah. takes on an alien story or sci-fi story. It is. It yeah. is. It's kind of in the same vein as um, uh, I Am... No, not I Am Legend. Uh, I Am Number 4 and hmm. like okay. The Scorch Trials, like that whole... This oh, is a gotcha. popular book series, but this, unfortunately, I think there's only two books out. I don't think it became popular enough before the movie came out. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm not really sure if this is going to be good or not. I am excited about her being um, Ariel, yeah, and um, Hans something. Christ Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah, Hans version. Christian Andersen uh, version of Little Mermaid. So, because she's a good actress, so, and I hope they take a little dark turn with that because his story is pretty dark. Yeah, that'd Mermaid. be cool. So yeah, but um, so yeah, we can do the trailer thing. Hopefully that works out for the next couple months or so, and um, just keep things fresh. Um, you guys can visit us on facebook.com slash epic podcast. Um, also we're on soundcloud.com slash epic dash dash podcast. We're also on iTunes. Um, also if you go on iTunes and you listen to the show, if you can rate us, that'd be awesome. You can leave comments on there also. Tell us what we're doing right, what we're not doing right, what you think we should change, you know, what we should have more of. Any kind of input, it would be much appreciated because you guys help us out to make a better show. So, um, also we're on Instagram.com slash Podcast and Twitter at EpicBreezePitcast, P-D-C-S-T. Also on Snapchat at Podcast P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I want to say that's probably it for our pages right now. Um, Going to launch the old website soon so we can get some traffic on there and that'd be awesome. Um... So yeah, I want to say that's pretty much it for us. Also, we're on any kind of um, any kind of uh, podcast listening app that you might use, like any like the SoundCloud app or 
the iTunes for Android app or anything like that. Um, the one I usually use is Podcast Addict because uh, it doesn't mess with our listens. <laughs> so <laughs> I can listen to it over again and it doesn't bring the number up. So we're having like false listens. Um, shout out to India, dude. India has been killing our last episode. We've gotten so many listeners from India. Have you really? noticed that, Chris? No, because I don't. I can't access that information. How many have we had from India? We've had a lot. Like I need to pull it up, but it's in the. It's like in the double digits for Dang. India. Like they, they're leading our um, the most listens from a particular city not india the city but a city in india like it's uh <laughs> it's leading and um it's crazy because like we're getting more traffic on facebook now like people are liking our posts that mm-hmm. aren't any one of our friends or anything like that or it's not like a mutual friend of a friend or anything so that's really exciting also so just kind of getting the word out there yeah and um i know you guys want to probably do this with me but shout out to John Berman, Stephen Amell for making They're it to so the Heroes and Villains yeah. Con. <laughs> even, yep. even though it's snowing like crazy in New Jersey. So, That's um, dedication. Yeah, man. I really appreciate them I as people them. for that. Yeah, And they <laughs> um, can sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we interrupted you watching that video, Chris. We apologize. That's <laughs> uh, fine. I, I actually just caught the last part of it while I was waiting for it to boost up. And I'm like, oh, they actually sound pretty good. And I was like... Oh, they have it on Facebook. I can watch the whole thing now because <laughs> yeah, they were doing yeah. like a live. They were doing like a live. Yeah, they yeah. were stream of it. So yeah, and Heroes and Villains is coming to Atlanta in November. Yes, that's so yeah. exciting. Yeah, Chris told me about that, and I was like, oh, so that's a big deal. <laughs> right now, it's like a Stephen Amell con because he's the only guest they have confirmed. <laughs> but but here's, I'm sure here, here's the only yeah, thing I'm concerned about is I'm concerned that he's not going to be a Dragon Con because he's coming. Oh, a couple gosh. months later. You're probably so, right. Which is okay. Because we're, we're going to go to both, right? So it should be fine. It's fine. Yeah. I know. i got to buy my tickets. 70 bucks for two days. Not bad for Heroes and Villains. I already looked it up. Oh, so yeah, sweet. It's not, okay. not terrible yeah. at all. It's at the same place that <laughs> the other convention was too the other day. So, um, so we're going to wrap it up there for you guys. Uh, Katrina Law was also in New Jersey at the Heroes and Villains Con. So that's really cool. That's cool. And She's Robbie so Amell was there. She's so cute. I know. Um, her Nissa is like amazing. But um, so yeah, we're gonna call it there, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. So, I think we lost Chris on the Skype feed. So we're gonna figure that out too. <laughs> Have some difficulties. Yeah. So I'm sure Chris says bye, and we're gonna say bye. bye. So thanks, guys. Thanks.